Hey, y'all. My name is Carly Jones, and this is Sorry I'm on Break, a Hope and Jones media production. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Welcome back to season two. This is episode nine, and we have 10 episodes per season. So this is just one of your last opportunities to really soak up this season two, which is all about relationships. Last episode, we had the hostess with the mostess return to SIOB, which is Sorry I'm on Break. And we brushed over that nature versus nurture debate and talked a little bit about the similarities and differences that exist between us as sisters. It was amazing and sweet and salty, but it was only the first part of our conversation. So this week, we are sharing the rest of that precious conversation with the rest of you all. Before we get into it, I'm going to remind you all of Lena's grounding suggestion from last week. Last week, Lena introduced us to finger touches. When you bring your thumb to your pointer finger, your middle finger, your ring finger, and then your pinky finger. And then from your pinky back to your ring, through your middle, your pointer, and you're counting and breathing throughout this whole time. So just in honor of Lena, we are going to, we're going to practice this technique again while we're taking some breaths from our abdomen. And let's begin. Let's take a deep breath when you're ready. And to my count, one, two, three, four. Four, three, two, one. 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 And we're done. All right, so let's get into it. One of the most beautiful things about having a sibling is that you have an automatic best friend who has not only seen you through your worst and best times, but who understands you in the deepest and most intimate ways. It's one of the most beautiful things in the world, but the irony of the world is that some of the most beautiful things are also some of the most painful. And I honestly, I think that couldn't be more true when it comes to the sibling relationship, right? Like raise your hand if you've ever been in an argument with your sibling, raise your hand if your sibling has ever hurt you or disappointed you, or you've been disappointing or hurtful to them. Um, Raise your hand if you've ever cried because your sibling is crying. Raise your hand if you've ever put the pause on someone for disrupting your sibling's peace or dreamed about putting the pause on someone. Raise your hand if you've ever had to hold or console your sibling. Raise your hand if you've run out of hands <laughs> uh, like I have at this point. Some of the greatest pains that I've felt in this world come from feeling vicarious pain for my sisters and brothers. Um, and it's real. Like it hits me deep. Even when we were younger, I used to cry anytime that Lena told me a story about being made fun of or bullied at school. And don't even let my little sister Celeste tell me about some mean girl stuff because big sis will be hopping on a plane so quick. Um, so seriously, it just it really, really sucks to see someone you love so purely come up against an obstacle that you can't defeat for them. I don't know if this only happens between me, Lena, and our mom, or if this is other parents as well, but like our mom is always like, you're just an extension of me, girls. I think that's absolutely true for siblings because one of the most difficult things about being a sibling is that you really are true extensions of one another. You can feel just 
about like just about as protective and loving as a parent. But because you're closer in age to your sibling than your parents, there's also like a plethora of options in regards to like how to bond together, what you can do with one another, how to interact with one another and socially and how to advocate for one another and how to respond when you hear about things going on in their lives. Um, Again, I think that goes for all siblings across the globe, even if you're geographically or emotionally distant from one another. Um, you know what I mean? I think it's like nine out of 10 times that your parent isn't going to be necessarily going to school with you, right? Like it's nine out of 10 times your parent isn't going to go out with you on a Friday night, you and your friends. Nine out of 10 times your middle school social group isn't going to follow your parents on social media. I mean, maybe, maybe they will, but there's a unique burden of responsibility that siblings feel for one another. And that's separate. And I think maybe even potentially more intense than that responsibility parents feel. And sometimes feeling like you're not living up to that expectation or feeling like in the past you haven't lived up to that expectation or that that level of responsibility, it can really stick with you. So one of the most important questions for me to ask Lena as a person who's so close to me and has seen me through so many things and has had as my big sister, that level of responsibility of like, how are you going to handle this? How are you going to bond? How are you going to advocate? How are you going to be a leader? And how are you going to respond and show up for her? One of the biggest questions was like, if you could heal a pain in me, what would that pain be? And why are you choosing that one? Because <laughs> there are so many, a lifetime's worth. Here's what she said. I mean, if I... <sighs> Part of me, my, my gut reaction is like every single one. Like if I could take away every, you know, like every, every headache, every cold, every cramp, every sore throat, like, you know, every, every heartbreak, every disappointment, um, every missed expectation, uh, part of me would like want to do that you know, like would definitely want to do that. And almost no matter what the cost would be for that. But it's hard to say that because I feel like, I don't know, kind of like the butterfly effect thing of like, I don't know what the repercussions of that would be. And I think you're a really beautiful person, the way that you are. And not that I don't want to do like a that thing that happens, especially with women and like people of color, like, Oh, well, uh, like your trauma, like makes you strong. And, you know, like if you hadn't been through that stuff, like if you hadn't had to drag yourself through glass or like, if you didn't have those scars, then like you wouldn't be as strong as you are today. And I don't, I don't, believe, I don't believe that. I think that you would still be a strong person, even if like every single day of your life had been sunshine and daisies. Um, but that's, that's a hard question. I think hmm, these are all going to be hard questions. You're going to have to edit me out because I'm going to be saying that. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I think I would. I think I would. If if it were if I were able to, what I would really do if this works, if this works in the the hypothetical genie universe where I have this power, uh, what I would do is ask you what you wanted, and then I would do whatever that is. And if I was not able to ask you, then I don't know, I'd have to go on like a, like a spirit quest or something and try to be like, what is my inner Carly want? I um, love that answer. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I would do though, is if, if it were at all possible, I would ask you, I'd be like, Hey, Carly, you will never believe what I found. <laughs> I love that. 
I love that. I wonder what you would find. Uh, <laughs> Carly Soul Fest. We might have to schedule it in like once a year. Of like this is a day where like the Lena in me just takes over and the same for you. And we just, yeah. Where I'm like Carly for a day. I mean, I, I feel like I'm really at like least that. once every day, but <laughs> to do it for a whole day, that would be even just which day I would pick would be That's a whole saying. ass thing in itself. I have to take a day off. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a day I would be doing shit. I, you know, people would be like, wow, Lena. I'd be like, Lena's not here today. I love it. Lena's left the building. Yeah, seriously. Seriously, who's Lena? <laughs> no, I'd be like, how do you know my sister? <laughs> <laughs> tell me oh my god is she here why she didn't tell me where's she at <laughs> i do have a follow-up question if this is not like ruining the flow is no like, no is that is that the thing that would come to mind for you for yourself um i think so i think so i mean like I think that, yeah, like most women, you know, like have their ass smacked by a guy or is catcalled, you know what I mean, on the street in their adolescence. Um, but it's not asked for or necessarily welcomed. Uh, I was reflecting the other day about when I was in trouble at middle school and the counselor who I loved, Miss Smith, like I loved this counselor um, and had a really deep relationship with her since even before I was a student at Bowditch because of you. And um, she had like pulled up my MySpace pictures and she was saying like, look at how provocative you look at this picture and like, look at why are you trying to be sexy? And I was just kind of like, wow, like I did not even think of that like at all. I did not. I was, you know, 14. I was not thinking I was like looking sexy in photos. I like maybe thought I looked like cute and like good. I looked mm-hmm. kind of, like, confident. I like liked my appearance, but I did not at all think I was sexy to anyone. <laughs> I barely even had boobs, you know, I had uh-huh. barely started my period. And it just like, I was reflecting on like how sexualized I felt in that moment, but how like uh, unable to articulate it I was. Um, and yeah. so, you know, I think that sexual violence, there's the SBU version of it where it's like big and glaring and obvious, but there are also like very, very discreet, indirect ways in which it, that violence is acted out against women. Yeah. Especially black and brown women, especially black and brown women um, and in, indigenous women. So yeah, healing though, the hurt that that carries, you know, the fear <laughs> that we have to then live with and overcome. That's definitely what I would choose. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I was thinking of too. Yeah, like to me, it's like such a deep question, and and it's uh, something that I uh, imagine we would both be answering similarly because our experiences of sexual violence go back like so far. Wow. Yeah, yeah, especially because we knew each other before any of that, and so yeah, and like knew each other closely and deeply, and I think it's probably. Like for somebody else to say, oh, I bet something like that changed you versus I feel like there have been times on both ends where like you have shown me a way that that's impacted 
me or like my decisions in a way that I didn't see before. And like the same thing has probably happened for you. I would imagine that like, you're like, Oh fuck, I didn't even make that connection. Like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Here it comes again. It doesn't surprise me that that was both of our like first thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the reason why it was both of our first thought is because sisters be knowing things y'all. And uh, don't believe me. Just ask. What has our relationship or your identity as a sister taught you about the world? What am I going to say? I think something that I, uh, a lesson that I am reminded of and that I share with others pretty much on the daily is uh, how important it is to be in community. You know, like, I think our relationship has meant for me that I've never felt truly, truly alone. You know, like, even I I fully believe that even if we had just, like, two seconds ago had, like, the biggest, the biggest disagreement or, like, misalignment that we've ever had and we're, like, very hurt and upset and it was, like, fresh, open, bleeding wounds... Uh, I still believe that I could like call on you, you know, and, and, you know, and, and you are a person who's in my corner always. Not everybody has that. And it's given me a sense of like security and thus, um, I don't know, the ground feels more stable under my feet on a day-to-day basis because I have community. And like, that is part of that is because you are such an amazing person and I'm lucky to have you as my, in like, in my community, uh, specifically. But I think that I've learned that lesson of just how important it is to have a person who you feel that way about, um, for everybody to have that. And, um, the idea that no one does anything by themselves, like no one, no one can do everything by themselves. People do some things by themselves, but no one does everything by themselves. Like everybody needs somebody sometimes for some things on some days, you know, and and it's not always going to be the same person, but just, and you can't rely on one person for everything. Like that's, that's unhealthy, but yeah. Yeah. I think that that's something that's like really solid that there's nothing that could ever take that away from me. You know, that like, that sense, it's like, you know, carved into my ribs. It's part of who I am. Part of every cell that I am knows that I have a sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, and like that you are my sister and that's, I don't even remember a time in my life when I didn't have that knowledge and I can't imagine what it would be like to not have that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, yeah, we lucky. It's like yeah. knowing that when you're thinking, oh my gosh, this world is batshit crazy. And what is it coming to? And how, how like, how, how am I living in this era? And you're like, okay, no, no, no. I'm not the only one who thinks like this. There are other like-minded beings and there is good. There, there, mm-hmm. is, there is a why. That is, um, one of the things for me that having you has taught me, um, or not even taught me, but just like grounded me in, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, there is a why this is a why, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I know Lena literally, literally just said that she doesn't remember a time without me being in her life, but cue Lena telling us a memory about her life before me. It's, it's good. I promise. <laughs> 
point. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to like try not to cry. Because uh, um, <laughs> then you know I'm gonna cry. <laughs> so for for the listeners, um, I am a teacher, but I also have a mentor group of like a, a small group of uh, 24 students who I hold dear in my heart, and we spend time together every single morning and I help them with their classes and do a bunch of stuff with them. And on Wednesdays, we take time to do a procedure called circle. And it's like a community discussion. And this week, our prompt was, what is the greatest gift you've ever received? And so, of course, I told the teddy bear story about how technically... I was like, I've received a lot of great things in my life and we could go on and on about a lot of great things. And I was actually wearing a, t- a tank top, Carly, that you have bought me. So I was like, so, you know, like we literally could do a lot of great things, but really the only answer for me for this question is when I was young and I did the math and I realized that during this, I think mom literally would have had to already have been pregnant with you when this happened for this to like have worked, but whatever, we're going to ignore that. So I was like one years old and I was talking to mom. I was like, mom, I really need a little sister because my teddy bear can't talk. And then 10 days before my second birthday, voila, Carolyn <laughs> Billy Jones is now present in my life. And so I think the reason One of the infinite myriads, the multiverses of reasons that I love you is that you are here. I love that you are here. I love that you've been here. And I love that you are always here to teach me, to laugh with me, to grow with me, to tell me when a piece of my hair is sticking out, to remind me to lift my chin in photos, like to (laughs) recommend places to eat and albums to listen to, uh, to help me straighten my hair or help me braid it, um, (sighs) to... Love me, even though I messed up a tattoo on you. (laughs) Yeah, like I just all of the things that you do, all of the all of the things that you do. Um, I love you for making art that I put up in my classroom year and year 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 after year after year and get like so many questions about um I love you for the book that we just wrote together and this way that you have oh taken a really difficult um portion of our lives and made it into not that it wasn't already had its beauty but like the way that you've captured the strength and the beauty of that and turned it into like a torch to pass on is just mind-blowingly beautiful um yeah like I mean shit how long do you have (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sure this episode is going to be a long one so I I love all of those things I just I think some of the confidence that you have like you've always been confident you came out came out confident Uh, (laughs) because I have an older sister (laughs) (laughs) I swear yeah most confident of us all okay (laughs) she like man my bench is deep all right come for me Uh, 
You don't want this? I got sisters. <laughs> I don't need no friends. Shout out so, Mac Miller. Whoever your community is, that's the benefit of having it. It's when you have multiple people and you have a support system instead of a support person, then you have all these different personalities and like a bank of experience and wisdom to lean on and rely on. And um, so I'm very thankful that we have each other. And I'm very thankful also that we've lent each other our communities, our independent communities that we've cultivated. Um, and then I also just want to like pause and give shout out to our other siblings because um, it's great to know that we have y'all as well. And like, even in the moments where like you and I are disagreeing, Lena, um, or even in the moments where we're getting along great, like it's just great to have additional sisters who have been through very similar life experiences or life emotions, you know what I mean? Like who also just understand us in a way that whether we grew up every single day in the same house with the same parents or not, um, we'll have the same favorite restaurant, you know what I mean? Or um, could call us crying with big, huge my life's about to change news. Um, And no one's allowed to know in the family yet. So we better keep it secret. You know who you are. You know what this moment was. Um, You know, I just, I'm very thankful for having sisters and I'm very thankful for having you. Yeah, absolutely. As my closest related sister in in age and in proximity, Mm -hmm. geography. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I think really the world is thankful that we didn't grow up all four of us together because hot damn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what would happen. <laughs> oh, well, whatever it was, it would have been powerful, though, because, yeah, I, I, I agree. I draw so much um, power and strength and wisdom and security and joy uh, from all of our sisters right. you know who's lucky destiny's child is lucky that's who Honestly. that's who they lucky that we were so young and <laughs> angels like that whole series would have just like been blown open like here's mm-hmm. the real truth carly's angels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel that carly also i love you for being the person who i can share my secrets with <laughs> Yes, yes. And like for knowing Pig Latin, like as strongly and quickly as you do, because it really has come in hand like our so many many times and it will continue in the future. So, um, yeah. So, like, so who's ready for the Carly's Angels series? Because I'm personally ready for that to happen like yesterday, right now. Um, Also, can we just take a second really quick to acknowledge that two of the 12 reasons Lena listed for loving me involve my ability to do her hair. Okay. So that's how you know her answers were 110% real. Okay. And also PS, stop appropriating the way that black women style their hair, please. And thank you. Next. Okay. So Y'all know we've been closing out these episodes with random questions, and if you don't know, now you know. But here's what Lena had to say after listening to this ongoing taco versus fried chicken sandwich debate, which <clears throat> is really just a conspiracy, but <clears throat> that's beside the point. Um, it's been going on low-key all season, and it's ridiculous. 
Okay. Well, um, we have been multitasking and, uh, well, you more than me. And although I have been killing this uh, fried chicken sandwich, (laughs) that's been delicious. (laughs) Um, Okay. No, I'm taking a second as as, as, I'm taking taking a second to agree to publicly on the record, agree with Daniel. Team Tacos. <laughs> I wholeheartedly thought you were going to, for the podcast, have my back on the sister episode. Hey. And then, okay, I understand. What it. makes what you different makes you beautiful. <laughs> okay. You're my best friend. No, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see. I see. Okay, so that's Lena's answer. What's <laughs> that? Well, I wasn't going to ask you that question anyway. Just <laughs> in case you tried something like that. But now, now the world knows, okay? Another vote for tacos. But, you know, Nana still said fried chicken sandwich. I don't care if she said it on record or not. That's what she said. And that's on that. I mean, honestly. Can you even believe she played me like that on the sister episode? The sister episode, Lena. Okay. We're going to remember that. The whole audience, all the whole Sorry Mom Break community. We're going we're gonna to stick with that. We're going to stick with that one. Um, so let's just close out. Next week, we are having our season two season finale. And we'll be closing up this conversation and exploration into relationships by looking at the relationship one has with oneself. And to have that conversation, we're going to have... We're going to have one of my favorite people on this entire planet come and speak to y'all. And I'm not going to tell you who. Um, So just tune in next week and you will see. This has been another Hope and Jones media production of Sorry I'm on Break. Thank you all for tuning in. We will uh, talk to you again next week. Don't forget to take your breaks, everybody. Bye bye.